All right, well, we're recording. <laughs> so now that we have these high news, no, do you ever like as much as I like whiskey? Do you ever like sometimes whiskey's just too, that too... sounds really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Maxwell finally got it fucking figured out. Um, but do you ever like sometimes whiskey's even whiskey's too heavy? Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, hopefully yeah. high noon will sponsor us. If we just keep drinking these anyway. Oh shit! Right. Um, um, yeah. So what's going on, man? Uh, not much, dude. I'm excited about this new, uh, our adventures worked out today. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it was a good thing that the golf outing got canceled. Well, yeah, considering it took us three hours to get this figured out. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I just, uh. Um, sure you can even hear me drink on this thing. I know. These, <laughs> these mics are something else. They're dope. Uh, I'm on vacation. Uh. I just started my vacation. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're on vacation. So that was. Yeah, as of, you know, whenever I was done yesterday. Yeah, I'm on vacation. vacation. Yeah. So. Uh, did I? Did I uh, yeah. So obviously we get you. Puppy things are are going better. Yeah. Uh, still, still a learning curve uh, in that field, but it's he's a lot of fun. Dude, he's growing already. Like I kid you not. Like since we've had him like a week and a half, I he's like, I swear he's like four inches taller already. Yeah. It's not. I'm afraid to move with these new <laughs> with this new system. I like it. But... I like it. I don't know if I'm going to be keen on recording for seven hours with headphones on though. But we'll figure it out. Deal with we'll it. Figure it out. Figure it out. Um, so, yeah. what did you watch anything this weekend? Anything outside of our homework? Yeah. No, not really. Um, with again, with the puppy, it's been kind of like hard. Yeah, just because he's at that stage where it's like drink water, go out fifteen minutes later, mm-hmm. and then it's like oh, I want more water, and you know, and then it's like he's still sniffing. Like, because stuff's new, so it's like, because he's sniffing because he needs to go out. It's just, you know, it's that game of right, trying to right, figure out. Right. It's, you know, it's more like retraining yourself than it is retraining. Uh, so, I, yeah, I didn't really watch anything new. Um, we basically had the staples on in our house, the the reruns of Big Bang, Golden Girls, because, you know, I'm actually 97 years old yeah. and watched the Golden Girls. Um, <laughs> which is funny, because that show is still, the show is sadly a continuity wise was horrible but uh they did a lot of stuff before their time yeah yeah but uh yeah what about you uh i mean no we went over all the stuff we watched um i did write down a few things that i feel like we should review at some point like Uh some shows like i wrote down west wing which i think would be a great show to go through and watch Uh um i'm currently watching the sopranos and it's it's a great show I really we should we should do that because I would be I'm interested in watching. I never watched actually really watched The Sopranos. Like I know The Sopranos, I watched it kind of intermittently. Yeah, I've never watched them. This is my first time through. So I'd be interested to do that because the new the new um, the pre the prequels coming out, which would be a good one to go. I saw when we went and saw F nine. We saw the preview for that. I was like, that's gonna be fucked. Like the that preview was better than (laughs) F nine. Speaking of uh, speaking of F nine. Keep talking. But, and two, I don't know if you realize this, but the son who plays, the son of... Who, the main character is his actual son. Right. Yeah. So, I, I was trying to figure out how to work. Tony Soprano's, his real life son, is playing <laughs> yeah. the younger version of yeah. him. And, dude, I mean, we talked, I talked about it, how they did not do a good job of casting young Dom. Yeah. Dude. I mean, it's his son, but yeah. still, it's spot fucking on. <laughs> Speaking of, of F9 and Young Dom, 
my buddy sent me a, a meme it says dom what are you doing he goes the dark side is no match for family and then it says darth vader like cutting him in half and i just <laughs> chuckled i was like we need more of that in life yeah um, uh, he also sent me another one too he goes i have no idea what to expect from mandalorian season three but i hope they explain how boba fett ends up being earth uh, on earth fathering aquaman <laughs> uh, sorry random answer. you just said so yeah any big plans for uh vacay no we might we'll probably do a couple day trips or whatever but uh no no big plans well should we get into it should we uh should oh we i was gonna i do have uh yesterday i didn't really feel like cooking right so you know when we have like a quote-unquote date night type of thing mm -hmm. We always go to Bonefish. That's just our go-to. Yeah. Never fails. And... Yeah. But yesterday was the first time, and I usually get the same thing. I get steak and lobster. Like, yeah. that's just... And for the first time, and Sarah always gives me a hard time, because she's like, you watch too many cooking shows. Like you're too... And I go, I was eating my food, and I go, this is out of the pass for a long time. Mm -hmm. And she's like, really? And I was like, yeah. And so I, was, I had her taste both the lobster and the steak. She's like, yeah, you can tell. Like, it just sat there for a while. Yeah. And she's like, are you going to say anything? And I go, no, it's, I've never had an issue before. It's first time, you know, we have our regular bartender. She knows us by name. Yeah. We know her. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not going to say anything this time. And she's like, well, why not? Normally you do. I was like, it's just because it's our, like, so I was going to ask you, like, what your standard is. Like, if you were a regular at a restaurant, a restaurant you always go to that you really like, and then all of a sudden. Um, I, it depends. Sometimes it depends on my mood. Uh, some of it also depends on, I'll assess a lot of what's going on. Yeah. And, like, for example, not that we want to beat a dead horse, but, like, a lot of places are lacking in servers and help right now because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So I'm a little more apprehensive to, to just be like, Hey, this is garbage because if it's like two servers and the restaurant is as full as it can be, you know, I, it's not necessarily their fault because they're, tr they're, tr they're doing their best. Right. So the meal might've came out, but they're, you know, somebody else is, you know, maybe they have a question about the menu or things like that. So it's a little more time consuming. The only thing I will, the only thing that really bothers me is, is in currently in that is if I see, usually when I say something is if like I see somebody standing around, like somebody that looks like maybe it's a manager that could help or something like that. Yeah. But I'm kind of like, and then, and that's what I told Sarah. I was like, well, it's not, it's not the bartender's fault yeah. that it sat back there. So I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to. I'm not going to dog her. Like I'm yeah. still going to give her a good tip. She's awesome. Yeah. And. But it's just that, like, you know, if we go back next time and it happens again, then I'll say something. But until it's a, a regular Re thing. Reoccurring issue. Yeah, and like I said, if I saw it, like you said, if if I saw someone just standing there, both her plates were up or something, you know, it could have been an innocent mistake where the cook forgot to fire something yeah. off her on her plate, so mine had to sit there or whatever. So. No, I usually, I, I mean, I don't make a, I won't make a scene or a fuss. Um. But if it's, you know, or if I, like, really the only time I can tell is, like, or I will, is if, if the, the server is disinterested in making sure my experience at the restaurant mm -hmm. is at least adequate. Yeah. Um, that's usually when I'm like, hey, you know. Um, or if the food just comes out, if it's, like, completely cold, 
things like that. And a lot of times I'll preface it to like, hey, you know, obviously sometimes there's a disconnect between the kitchen and the serve staff, things like that or whatever. Some some people have food runner, you know. So, I, I, again, it's more of an assessment of the situation. Um, you know, in your entrance yesterday, I probably wouldn't have said something. Um, right, just that's how it was. Yeah. Just because we go there, it's yeah. like I said, that's kind of a, like our if we're gonna go out for a date night or something like that, that's usually where we go. So. Now, if I go into a place and it's like it's a highfalutin, like high dollar, and the meal is there and it comes out bad, like I will say something generally without assessing because I'm like I am paying top dollar for this and you're serving to me lukewarm things like that. Like, well, that's actually um, we went to Corn Dance, and for those of you who don't know, it's a pricey restaurant. We went there. I forget why it was a special occasion. Neither of us had ever been there before. Yeah. So like you said, like I'm paying top dollar for this and I am a medium rare steak guy. And if it's a little closer to rare, I'm good. Like I'm not going to complain. I'd rather have it on that end than more done. Yeah. We went there and I got a steak and it was like, it was blue. Like I even took a picture of it and I was, and I, cut right in the middle of it and i told the server i was like i like medium rare but this is just raw like and that was like the only time i've ever sent back a steak for being too rare i'm just like no if i'm paying fucking 40 bucks for this steak i want it cooked how i want it cooked well and i have a tendency to order my steaks on the on the rarer side because it's easier for them to correct it and cook it a little bit Mm -hmm. more than to get like Hey, I like it medium well or, or well done because then it's like okay, it comes out like a hockey puck, and it's like yep. I'd rather be like okay, I'll go throw it back on for you. Know, usually by the second point in time, it comes out okay. And well, that's yeah, the that's... thing the server didn't even know. He comes out and he goes, "Oh, do you want a new one?" I said, "No, just put it back on the grill." I was like, I don't, "You don't need to cook me a new one; just heat it back up." Like you, uh... it, I was like, "It's like two minutes each side. Go." But he's like, oh, "Okay, we can just reheat it." Then I'm like, "Yeah." Did you do you ever use the uh, I the hand thing the hand where thing it's like you... I I've done it before but I always forget where's what like uh, I know like between the thumb and the four fingers like rare and then you go down and it's medium rare then it like yeah it's I always, like so yeah. like if you pinch like this yeah people can't see yeah and you just keep you work your way up to like doneness right yeah I uh, so I've I've you know, I, I've gotten that kind of ingrained in my head so like I can like when I cook my steaks like I can kind of push and know the thing yeah. I had to teach that to somebody. Uh, which was interesting. They're like, wait, what? And I'm like, it's it's not a like a science, but it's a good, you know, so if, and then what I do is like, you know, like if I cook, if I cook for multiple people, I have a tendency to favor on the more done side because I just right. don't want people to get so. But yeah, I, with the steak like that, yeah. Like I said, if it's high dollar, you know, yeah. let's, let's get it going. All right, Loki, should we do this? Let's do it. Okay. Sweat flicks. With Dan and Adam. Initial thoughts? Um, other than there's a lot of noise going on. Uh, it did exactly what I thought it was going to do. Yeah. Uh, once it all kind of clicked last, actually last podcast, when I looked up who that was, it clicked. <laughs> I did exactly what I thought it was going to do. That being said... It did, it did it well, but it didn't do it well for those who don't know. So, for example, like my my wife, right? 
she goes, that's it. That's how an episode ended. And she, she understands that it set up a bunch of stuff, but she doesn't know that. Yeah. She doesn't, you know, like she has, and it's fine. Once like, she's like, okay, this all makes really sense. I can see how you were somewhat excited about what it's, what it did. Uh, that being said, I also am really frustrated because not frustrated, frustrated the right word. It took away. It took away so much from the show because it was a setup show for so much other stuff. Yeah, and it really kind of like again, it kind of like okay, we finally developed Loki. We finally got to see what he is as a character, and now we just kind of like we've moved past him again, like we do every time he shows up. Yeah. Granted, they've kind of stated that from the beginning. That's kind of his role, so it's funny that they kind of used it to do that. Uh, it uh, it did exactly what I thought it was going to do. For me, it was a disappointing end to Loki season one, but a positive outlook for what's to come. Yeah. And so, because I, I watched it, and obviously I knew how long the episode was, and blah, 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 so I knew it was coming to an end. I'm like, they, aren't, they have no chance in wrapping this up. They have no chance in doing any sort of closure yeah. on anything in Loki. So, I guess with those initial thoughts, going straight into episode six. 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 No, six, not sex. Six. <laughs> I like sex now. Um, <laughs> so, and this is your fault because you brought up uh, the car and Harry Potter. <laughs> Sorry. As soon as episode six started, all I could think of was, that kind of looks like Hogwarts. <laughs> the Citadel? Yeah. And it's it all your fault. It kind of did. It kind of <laughs> did. Like, sorry. That asshole. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> first thing I wrote down was, once again, and we've talked about this three, four times now, he who remains, the all-powerful, going back to religion, the one who knows what's going to happen. I mean, he's basically a god figure. Again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this whole series, this whole season has just been riddled with religion, and yeah. it, it yeah. just came back to it again in episode six. What did you think about the, um, the interface? Well, first of all, what did you think about the opening credit when it was going through, and it was just all these pulls from... All these other... I, I, it, I just lied. What I said wasn't my first note. My first note was in, interesting beginning, pre-Loki graphic, and it was interesting how they showed the timeline of mm -hmm. it pulling from all different mm -hmm. places. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was fine. It just kind of... I don't know. It, it was, just... it. I knew right then and there. Again, it, was a, it was a very good attention getter. It was. To open up the episode. It was. It also really set the tone for me that they are going to just broaden this thing way out. Right off the, right off the, you know, like I thought, okay, I thought maybe going into it, maybe they're going to keep it pretty self-contained and not like broad scope it. So it just, it really broad scoped it right out the gate. Um, but then, yeah, you open up and it's kind of this Hogwartsy, you know feel to it yeah uh, i thought it was i thought it was interesting how archaic it was for this for the for is is 
You mean archaic as in old looking or just... Yeah, just it wasn't... Um, the Citadel, it didn't have a very, like, um, refined technology feel to it. Yeah. You know, which I thought was interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we got in there. I thought it was interesting that the interface, they were met with the little time girl. Uh, Miss Minutes. Miss, oh, is that what her name is? I yeah. forget. I don't... I don't... I don't know how I feel about the clock. It feels like it makes the whole series, like, jokey, in a way. Like, you're not supposed to take it serious. But I think that's part of the underlying... It's, the, it's that whole... Is that it's that whole, whole cat- facade of the TVA yeah. that they act... You know, is that just adding to it? Well, it's just that whole cat and mouse, and, and you never know... And they, they go into it again. Like, there's the, the dialogue in this episode I thought was really good, because they go back into that whole you know you never know the truth you never know who's speaking the truth and it yeah. just kind of goes in to me it kind of goes into that facade of that's like it's this cute little button up make you feel safe thing um and yet she's kind of weirdly like i was trying to figure out is she her own entity is she is she strictly a program is she strictly a you know is she controlled by the one who still exists because you have that moment where, and I may be jumping ahead in scenes, but where she gives um, Ravana, she's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I was preoccupied. Now I'm finishing downloading the files. And she's like, this isn't what I asked for. And she's like, no, but this is what you need. Yeah. And so, again, it's one of those things where it's like, is she, a, is she an AI program that has figured out itself? Is it, does it go back to the all-knowing no? You know, it's, it's, a it's, weird... funny, you, it's funny you bring that up because I, I wrote down is Miss Minutes controlled by he who remains and he's letting her or the image tell what he wants to be told. Yeah. Or to your point, has she figured out how to be herself? Yeah. It was interesting in that aspect. Uh, I I did think it was interesting how he who remains uh, refers to Sylvie and Loki as the same person. Yeah, because we had talked about that before. Yeah. Are they the same person? Are they their own identity, etc.? So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I, I I thought it was too. I really liked I liked how he divulged into the multiverse and how he kind of explained that they're all versions of the one person, but they're all different. Which again is Loki and Loki and Sylvie and Sylvie. Right. Um, I liked how B fifteen showed Ravana as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um. Backstory. That that is one thing I wish they went further into. Yeah, I think it might get more. I, the microphones that pick everything up. I just I just slightly burped because of my my high noon, and I was like, <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. Um. So Ravana, aka yeah. Renslayer. Renslayer. I also thought it was interesting that they said Judge Renslayer, mm-hmm. and then they were like, no, that she's not a judge. And she was what, like a principal at a school or something, or one version of her. Yeah. So when I googled who it was, when I when I because I was like, oh wait, I know the name, and I figured it out. And if I miss, if is I'm, this is a very basic overspread of what it is, and I'm probably gonna there's probably gonna be comic geeks out there gonna tell me I have it wrong, and that's fine. She in one of the multiverses is the wife to 
the one who exists. They have a love relationship. Okay. And if I believe right, she was so in love with him that at one point she takes a bullet for him, a shot, and dies. Okay. And then they figure out, like, they extract her from another time. Like, she's in another timeline. You know, like, there's all these timelines. And it's the ex-wife, and now she has kind of, like, a vendetta against the who ex- the one who exists. Gotcha. So there's a whole, that's why she, like, the moment for me when she's like, I'm about to go find freedom. It was like, it had them, like, to me, like, knowing that, I'm like, she's like, yeah, I'm about to go find my ex-husband. And be like, what the, are you doing? You know, yeah. kind of thing. Like, yeah. it had that, that weighted thing. So, again, broad scope for me, knowing kind of what's going on. Um, and probably some spoilers, potentially spoilers, if you don't know what's going on. Um, I liked... The- I, was, I, I, I made a note, it, uh, I guess, this version of Renslayer. Yeah. Is she brainwashed, or is it just this version of her? Or, like, has she completely bought into the TVA? Now you bring up, is she his husband, or, you know... Because she just leaves. To go find him. To go find freedom. Which I would say freedom is, to me... Kick the bitch's ass who... <laughs> to me, freedom is, is him. It's it's a, yeah. another name for for the, the the one who exists, or however you want to, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's, the way I, that's the way I perceived it. Again, the way the show is written and the whole eye basis of using Loki is perception is only five percent of it because it's how you perceive it you know so there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of double entendre not double not, but double talking out of the side of your mouth but saying the same thing yeah um and i really i really really enjoyed that um so fat you know back into the actual show before we kind of broad scope the whole show um what did, how did you feel <sighs> so yeah actually you have morbius come back mobius come back there's yep. that dialogue between him and Renslayer. And she doesn't kill him. And she goes, like, what was your thought on that? Um, I just, I don't know. I, that's, that's when I wrote down the whole brainwash thing is when Mobius came back and she was just like, no, this is how it is. Like, you've been, you know, you've been talking to Loki's too much. You don't understand. So that's why I was like, did she brainwash? Does she actually believe it? Is she just a figure that he who remains has created um i didn't know the backstory that you just explained so i don't know i it i'm glad that they kept mobius going down the lane he was on though where he was like no the tva has been lying to you and he kept that lane because i think if he then changed again it wouldn't have worked so i think that was important that he went back and had that conversation with her and she chose her side he chose his side, at least in this reality. Yeah. So you got that going on. Yeah. And then there's the whole dialogue between the the one who exists or whatever. Yeah. And the Loki and Sylvie, which I thought was great. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's Jonathan Majors who plays this character. And I... There was a moment for me that he had a very... This childlike fun that he was having, it reminded me of the Heath Ledger version of Joker. Okay. There was such a, a thick-weighted darkness 
to it at the same time it was a very it was the the dialogue was done in such a childlike whimsical like oh but i know i you know like it was just i thought it was really good it has me really excited because he's actually set to um go in he's actually in quantum uh the new ant-man movie as yeah well. uh, so do you think he's like that because like he stated if you kill me i'll just be back later it's just a matter of time and so he's been through this enough so do you think it's a again is it a loop or is it different realities coinciding or like you know he's like okay well you can either take control or just kill me and i'll be back later i I think it's that i I, again you know when when he says well we're just all really villains here like you know and there's no true you know i just i think it's i think it's he kind of knows that it's just going to be this repetitive perpetual it may not be him as the version it may not be that distinct one but it's going to be one like him yeah. in some facet so, i just i just thought that for me i th- again the religious undertones and the dialogue and the he made a very believable case do you think because he mentioned he goes oh we just crossed a threshold yeah and then he said he didn't know what was going to happen bullshitting or just trying to convince the Lokis that they actually can control their destiny? A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Being that the outcome is the way it is, I... Again, it's it goes back to... I like, mean, I, it almost makes me think he's been killed before and he knows he's coming back, so he's just... Yeah. I just feel like he's fucking with him at that point. Uh, and, I, and that's what I was going to say is, is is he saying it to dictate the outcome that he wants? You know? Yeah. It's just a very, you know, again, it goes back to that whole, you don't know, you don't know who's telling the truth. And that's kind of the same thing that you're just saying is the conversation between Loki and Sylvie. Yeah. Has Loki really bought into he who remains and believes what he's saying is true or is he playing Sylvie? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I thought that was very interesting between Loki and Sylvie and they fight and again in the playful manner he who remains is just kind of sitting back there laughing like did he say what he said to get them to do this you know it it was very and that that's the part where I didn't like episode six because it didn't obviously they introduced things to create more Mm -hmm. content content but they didn't really wrap anything up there's not a single thing in episode six that wraps up any slight storyline. No. And that's the thing that frustrated me. Yeah. And I, and that's right. That's like, you know, like I said, you know, my wife was like, Oh, that's it. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, again, as the broader scope person, you're like, okay, cool. We're finally getting into, you know, some of the stuff that we, we, we kind of thought was, had been foreshadowed in other things, but like, this is really setting. This really said, okay, this is the direction that Marvel is going. And it also gave Marvel the direction to go in any direction they want to go because of what they set right. up, you know. But it was frustrating because there was no resolve. And I I got a little frustrated, too, with the aspect of, like, I wish, I wish they wouldn't have kissed. I really wish they wouldn't have gone there with it. That, yeah. That, that, that was... Why? The, because that was the only resolve we really did get was the feelings, and I liked I liked kind of leaving it ambiguous in the sense of that was the one thing I didn't want resolved. 
was the like I liked the the idea that they cared for each other, but was it self preservation or was it that they actually like I liked that ambiguous of it in the sense and it felt so it was just such an on the nose storyline for me with everything else going on that it just kind of was like it kind it it's a moment I, that fell flat for me if that makes sense I I understand what you're saying I think for at least for me and the reason they did this is to to try and show that Loki actually was caring about something for the first time. And the fact that she used that temp pad and kicked him back to the TVA really did affect him in a negative way. And when, for the first time you see, he might actually be trying to do something not for himself. And yeah, but I don't think the kiss was necessary for it. Yeah, I mean, I get, I get the cliche. Did they have to yeah. kiss? I'm just saying. I think that's why they did it because that actually showed, for once in his life, yeah. he's trying to do something from the heart, and it falls flat. Yeah. I still don't. Obviously, we don't know what's up with her. Right. Uh, I, you know, they talk about again. They don't allude to her Nexus event. Nope. Any more than they did. There's a moment where he's like, I understand, and I can't tell you why I understand, but he understands what she's going through. There's just, there's a lot that took place. I will say, I found it interesting, and I'm kind of diverting now from the fact of, I'm broad scoping a little bit to to the collective work of, of the shows that we've seen so far. Uh... They allude to the multiverse in WandaVision. Then yep. they backed off from Falcon Winter Soldier, the Falcon, the Winter Soldier, whatever you want to call it. And then they went back to it in Loki. And I found it interesting that both multiverse indicators, both main characters, were almost broken in the same way. Um there was anguish or angst in and in, in hurting and in, in frustration and stuff in Winter Falcon and, and there was a there was an underlying tone there. But for me, Wanda and Loki had a very similar broken in despair towards the end path. And they both alluded to the multiverse where Falcon Falcon and Winter Soldier didn't. Yeah. And I, I, I found that for me I found it very interesting. Like what was the was it meant to be? Was that the choice? Was it, uh, you know, yeah, just that kind of stuff. But it, to me, yeah, they both were, they both were very, very broken, in a sense. Um, Loki wasn't initially at first, but I think I, at the end, I think he. Do you think it's as these characters learn more, they're searching to find the timeline they want to be in? Do they feel like they can find a timeline, be in it, and then be? the best version of themselves happy yeah yeah and i think yeah and maybe that is i just i don't know the root of it all i just found that to me to me their paths were very similar yeah in in the sense that the the events weren't but the past were it was it was i'm a little broken okay and now like i'm actually going to pull back i'm actually going to pull back the facade and show you that i i am actually super broken yeah you know and and then we at the at the end we both kind of find that there's more 
to the world than is perceived. WandaVision was they almost they like they almost discover themselves throughout the series. Yeah. 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 And it, but but they all link to a broader scope of the multiverse where Falcon and Winter Soldier found themselves, but it was very which I like usually was very self-contained. And so I just found it interesting and the parallels of Wanda and Loki both having magic and things like that, which makes sense that they would, but it's just the, the, you know, the anxious, or I keep saying the wrong word, but the, the, the path they, they went where they were broken, both led them to indicators of the multiverse where the other two were broken, but it just kind of led them to functioning within the reality that they are used to and know. Right. And I just, I just found it interesting as a, yeah, as a, yeah. um, what did you think about the very end of... I'll get back to Loki. The very end where he's like running through the TVA and he comes up and he's like, okay, we got to do this. And Mobius looks at him and is like, oh, it, you know, like... So clearly it's not the Mobius. Yeah, uh, that was the last thing I wrote down, actually, was that Mobius doesn't know Loki and what does that lead to? Um, just, I, you know, like... Is the timeline restarted? Is there a spot in the timeline where he who remains just resets? Because there's that statue of him in the TVA. So is that just like the restarting point? If it doesn't go how he likes or if whatever happens, happens, he just goes back to that point and then restarts? Because, like. But at the same time, the multiverse is. Or is that just a new timeline altogether? Yeah, and that's what. So then it, again, too. Sylvie chooses to shove him back. Does she know more? Mm-hmm. It, you know, that's that's what I was like, oh, so now do we got to kill this? Ver-? Like, is yeah. she doing it to get... My thing is, is she doing it to get her timeline, her own personal timeline right? Yeah. Where her timeline is the centrally located timeline. Yeah. Not the one that he's chosen or chose to do. But is that her goal so that she can live out whatever nexus event that she got pulled from, she can actually live out. And that is the the magical or, or you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. that's where I wondered what was going on. Is is she the one that keeps resetting it, in a sense? Is she the Loki that keeps... She's trying to figure out how to reset her yeah. timeline so she yeah. can live out her timeline how she wants. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that could be... I also wrote down, like, is now Loki stuck in this loop? You know, he's back there, and now he's, like you said, Mobius. That's not the same Mobius. No. Because he has no recollection yeah. of Loki, so, you know. Yeah, who, so now... And, and, and that just resets, like, we have no idea what TVA actually is. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's and that like... was the frustrating part of how it ended, because, okay, cool, you opened all these new doors, but you didn't close a single one. But I also think it's kind of the basis of the whole point I just, of the show. Yeah, the, I, I just hope that they don't get into this uh, trap of being new, edgy, you know, all these different universes, and then they just go too far and never actually give the audience a, a closing point. Because yeah. I really, like, I'm going to watch season two of Loki. Well, I mean, I'm glad they said there's going to be a season two. Yeah. I but I just don't want to just, I just don't want to 
rewatch the same season over and over again with slightly different adjustments exactly like i there needs to be a close on it or an explanation because you still don't know again we've said this so many times is it parallel universes is it a loop is it someone actually deciding what happens like you don't know and there needs to be some closure in my opinion so it's the first out of the three that it's the first one that actually really, really indicated that there's going to be a second season yeah. at the end of it. I also found that very interesting. At least a second season called the same name. Yeah. Because they, they all left it open to continue the story, but not necessarily not under as, the same name. And not as obvious. To right, me. right. Not nearly as obvious. Well, I, well like Falcon Winter Soldier... They're going to continue that storyline, but it's probably not going to be called Falcon Winter Soldier. They're going to go out, like, they made it so they can go off in three different directions. Yeah, but they also, WandaVision, Falcon, they, there was enough closure and definitive aspects that if they didn't do another season, and maybe it's because they didn't know if they were going to be able to get away with it, so they wrote it that way, and Loki, they had enough, you know. Right. Point being is, for me, there's at least enough closure that if they did one and one, the storylines are, yes, they can divulge and keep going, but it's also closed. And as we sit here and we talk about six, an episode, there was no closure at all. So it is very distinctual that season two is is going to happen. Right, right. Where these, to me, were kind of more like, they could if they choose to, but if they don't, the storyline is still self-contained to the point where we're, we we leave we left satisfied. Yeah. Uh as a as a whole, what as a whole series was Loki your favorite? Um, I don't know if I can say it's my favorite. Uh, I tend to I tend to lean towards Falcon Winter Soldier, just because I like the different avenues they can go down. Mm. They can follow Winter Soldier. They can follow Falcon. They can follow, I forget her name, but the agent who double-crossed them, who, you know, worked for the government, then betrayed the government, then went back to the government, and, you know, it's led to believe that she's a double agent. So I think in that aspect, I lean towards more Falcon Winter Soldier. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's probably because, like I said before, I'm. I just hope they don't ruin Loki. I hope they just keep don't keep going on the same storyline with slight adjustments. And I'm a little nervous about that. So that's why I lean more towards that way. But I I did enjoy Loki, and I'm gonna watch season two. Yeah. I mean, Marvel hasn't done anything to turn me off from the product they put out. Yeah. So I uh. I actually will say, I think mine, ranking the series for me, believe it or not, actually I would go Loki, WandaVision, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier. And it's not a slight towards any, I just, I really, really enjoy the more suspenseful, this style of like time travel and just not, not knowing, not knowing any answers. Yeah. I really like that. Um, and that's the thing, I really liked Loki, and I think the, the dialogue and conversation was better than either of the other two, 
but I feel like it's just even though you can spear off in other timelines and, yeah. and universes, it's more one lane. If that makes sense. Yeah, I guess the the social commentary I preferred in Loki just because it had that religious. Mm-hmm. I just I pref- yeah. I you know. Um, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, the social commentary as great as it was in Falcon Winter Soldier was a lot. It, it, it was more, it was more in line with the movies than creating its own well, thing. And current, it was more in line with the current status of, of the world we live in. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. For me, this was a lot easier because I got to remove myself from that. Um, I got to remove myself from that, and it was yeah. nice because I still got to be involved in something that that we don't have answers to. And then WandaVision, I just WandaVision was just fun in a really weird, yeah, fun. Opened up. I think Elizabeth Olsen. I I think we finally got to see like I know she's done other work, but I think Marvel really got to showcase her true abilities. Um. And I and I enjoyed that. I think it really they really gave her character finally the substance that 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 was needed. But yeah, I out of all three, I'm wrapping up Loki. I I thoroughly enjoyed the journey. I really did. Yeah, uh, I'm excited for season two. Uh, I'm I think Tom really did a good job of developing that character, giving it some weight, some body. Uh, I really liked the at. The, the the end scene kind of where he realizes I think it's not Mobius that he knows and he's gonna kinda do that like that again and then the scene where he drops the knife or the sword and he's like, You really don't want to do this. Yeah. I thought he did a really good job and that that moment I really that moment really showed to me how much he cared about her or self you know, whatever it was. Uh so yeah. I just yeah, I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing the uh this run for the sake of our first podcast uh series. Uh what else you got? Uh nothing. I mean, I I enjoyed it too. Like I like you said, I'm not dogging it by any means. It's just I I'm I think the reason I'm apprehensive about saying it's my favorite is because I just hope they don't ruin it because it was good and the way it ended like I said, I just don't want to get into that revolving door of the same storyline of slight adjustments. So, I and I, 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 don't I don't think, think they, they will. will. And after season two comes out, my opinion might be completely different, and it might be my favorite. But that's yeah. you know. But I enjoyed it. Like I'm, Loki I'm, season, like so Loki season one. You're going to leave us in suspense till season two. <laughs> wow! <laughs> look at that. Shut the fuck up. This podcast is ending the exact same way as the the episode that ended that you didn't care for. I find that ironic. No, I don't it's even like Atlantis like Morrison right said. It's I don't like even when, like you. When you, all you need is a knife, and you have ten thousand spit. Whatever the line is, I, I don't, don't even care. know what you're I, saying I, right now. Roll that's, the credits, goddamn it! I was gonna say because we don't have copyright <laughs> laws to use those, so that's why I'm trying not to say it. All right, so all right, until uh, next week, deuces. Next week, howdy. Sweatflix with Dan and Adam.